In a world that expects young people to spend all their time wasting time, how do we build a life that matters? How do we find what we are made to do and earn a living while doing it? Join me for a behind-the-scenes look as I document my journey of building a business from literally nothing. I'll be sharing what works, what doesn't, and what I am learning each step along the way, as well as interviewing others who are further along the path, both in life and in business. My name is Isaiah Malston, and this is The Worth Living Life. Hey, and welcome to episode five of The Worth Living Life. This is Isaiah Mosley, your host, coming to you on this beautiful, sunny Monday afternoon here in Minnesota. I want to share a little bit um, about kind of where I'm at right now. Part of my purpose of this podcast was to share what I was learning along the way to building a business. But if you um, not only documenting the journey, but also kind of what got me to where I'm at today what I am doing even as I've started this podcast and I'm working in the process of learning internet marketing but also building a business around that is I'm actually currently still working in my mom and dad's business. Um, traditionally what we did was water and fire damage restoration, carpet cleaning, um, commercial janitorial work and a lot of that cleaning and restoration side of things. But I want to share, um, I'll share in a little bit what I'm currently working on in mom and dad's business still and will be moving forward and kind of sharing the lessons I'll be learning along the lines of that as well. But I wanted to dive a little bit today into our story um, and kind of a, a little snapshot of what it was like growing up in a family business um, with a mom and dad who owned a service-oriented business, but also kind of the journey that our family took. And this will probably just be a brief little snapshot. I mean, we could probably spend a lot of time, especially if mom and dad chimed in and share more of the sort of how we got where we're at. But just a brief snapshot into what caused our business to shift and to change into what it is today. So growing up homeschooled was a really, really, really awesome thing. You know, a lot of times people ask me, well, what was it like? Did you enjoy it? Would you do it again? And my answer is always, absolutely. And a large part of the reason for that was, um, around the time I was 14 or 15, instead of spending a lot of time sitting on a couch or at a table or a desk learning from a book or from um, an online course, I was actually able to come in to work with dad, uh, work in the shop, and learn hands-on skills and learn from actually running parts of a business. Um, I think I was 14 when I started getting to come once a week into town and I would work Cleaning equipment, maintaining it, fixing problems along with my dad's dad. And that was an awesome experience being able to grow up working with him and some of the life lessons I learned working alongside my grandpa in my dad's business. So that was a really cool aspect of it. But as I got older also, I got more responsibility thrown on my lap. I still remember, um, I think I just turned 16, so I just got my driver's license and we had a a guy who is currently doing all of our professional textile cleaning, um, going out and doing carpet cleaning, upholster cleaning, hard surface, and things of that nature. And he decided he was going to go off to school, and so he turned in his two-week notice. And Dad turns to me, and he goes, All right, Isaiah. He says, I'm sending you to a carpet cleaning class this weekend. The next carpet is scheduled for the Monday following, and have fun. And I was like, Oh, shoot. Like, what's going to happen? And those first couple jobs weren't necessarily that fun to do. Um, It seemed like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Um, But I was still able to 
successfully make everything work out in a lot longer than it should have, uh, but still provide quality product to the customers and learned kind of on the job how to not only do the technical side of carpet cleaning and learn the chemistry of soils and spots and how to remove it while keeping the carpet safe and um, maintaining occupant health and all that stuff, but also like the the person-to-person relationship side of things of finding out uh, what what the client actually wanted and what they actually needed and helping to uh, build trust with them and provide the service that they actually wanted and needed. And so that was a really cool experience. So for a lot of years, that was what we did as a company. There was uh, quite a crew that did water and fire damage restoration as those calls would come in. Uh, we'd do some amount of mold remediation, um, little bits and pieces here and there. We would do uh, commercial janitorial work and then we would do carpet cleaning, floor clay, floor care, and that sort of thing. Um, then it came to, boy, I suppose probably eight years ago now already? Something like that. Maybe 2011, that mom and dad sold off the janitorial part of the business to an employee and her husband. So that was like the uh, cleaning up office buildings, uh, more of the, we called it the dairy herd, but the thing that needed to happen every day and had a solid you know, cash flow coming in. So sold off that part of the business and focused mainly on the restoration, on the emergency work side of things. Now that was always pretty character building because um, it, we always joked it was always holidays or right when we were leaving on vacation is when we'd get a whole flood of work that came in. And so it was a lot of late nights, a lot of weekends, a lot of holidays. And it wasn't always fun, um, but I'll probably share more stories in the future. But it was, it's interesting the character building and the lessons you learn going through things like that. One of, my, one of my favorite memories was a uh, there's a school building that we were doing. Um, it was actually, they were doing construction on it. And over the weekend, the construction crew left and we had a huge amount of rain that fell in a short period of time. And I don't remember if it was they had some of the drainage was dug up or um, not connected right or something because they're in the middle of constructing. But this whole courtyard area in the middle of the school flooded and came into the building and started going down the hallways towards the gym with the brand new gym floor that they just put in. And so we got there as quick as we could and started pumping water out of that spot and trying to unplug a drain that was in the middle, trying to find it. But I remember my dad's dad, my grandpa, uh, he was the first one, you know, pull off his shoes and goes wading out into that mucky water with a, with a broom handle poking around trying to find the drain. And he gets back and pulls his socks off and wrings them out and sets them up to dry. And we're sitting, talking, kind of planning the next steps for a little bit. And it's a weekend, it's late, and we're all probably a little bit grouchy. But uh, once we had a plan set, Grandpa looks around and goes, where are my socks? Forgetting at this point that he'd put them back on. And we look at him like, huh? He's like, where are my socks? Who took my socks? And he's looking around for them. And suddenly he looks down at his feet and realizes he'd left them on his feet or put them back on his feet. And he starts laughing and laughing. It was kind of a tension-relieving point. So it's coming from that emergency work side of things into, I think it was about six or seven years ago, where it was interesting and just, I remember personally, I just started feeling tired all the time. Um, up to that point, you know, working with dad, working with grandpa, I would have no problem working long, hard hours and being able to stay motivated and get stuff done. But it just seemed like I'd work an hour, two hours maybe, and I would hit a wall and just crash and couldn't do anything more. And it seemed like a lot of my siblings were kind of going the same route. And it was kind of weird, but then uh, mom had a dental visit. And, you know, this is like the brief version of the story, but she had a dental visit. 
And long story short, they disturb a sack of bacteria. And that night, she thought she was having a stroke or heart attack. And dad brought her to the emergency room. And it was like a month-long worth of hospital visits and emergency rooms and visiting all these different places. And all her tests came back perfect. Everybody was saying she was fine. Um, people started saying she was crazy and just needed to go on antidepressants. All sorts of weird stuff. And mom wasn't mom, right? There, there was something obviously wrong. And so I believe it was after like a month or something of going around, finally they were able to do some other tests and found out she had Lyme disease. And we then went into and were doing some testing in our house and such and figured out we had a mold problem in our house as well. And so it was interesting because then we went on a whole long journey of trying to get better. We all got tested, found out that almost all of us kids had Lyme disease as well. Um, Went a whole bunch of routes and ended up um, after I think it was a two-year journey finding, finding a doctor who was able to get the correct protocol in place that was um, set for each one of us, um, you know, each one of us having different co-infections and um, just, just you know, different health needs that we were all able to get better. But through that time, mom and dad both did tons, you know, hours and hours and hours of research into indoor air quality and the effects of mold on health and Lyme disease and treatment options and this whole long slew of, reser- of research that they did to try to get all of us better. And through that time, the business kept running. There were some key people, some really awesome people in place that kept, kept the business going. But at the end of that time, I think it was like fall of uh, 2015, sometime right around in there, um, the industry was changing. Doing insurance work wasn't like what it used to be. Um, it was kind of dispiriting to do a job and then get to the end of it and the insurance company would say like, oh, we only think you need half of what you're charging. And, you know, I could go into a whole long rabbit trail there, but to stay, to stay focused, it was changing and we wanted to do something different. And what we realized is, you know, even there with what we knew then as compared to uh, what mom and dad know now and what we know now as a company, it was interesting because we looked and we saw that the greatest impact or the greatest avenue we had to help the largest number of people the most was through the indoor air quality and was through um, helping them to find these hidden issues in their house that were causing people to get sick. Having gone through it ourselves, we knew exactly. And, and we could start looking around and seeing people were like, man, I, I'll bet they probably got problems in their house that are causing these health issues. If they got their house fixed, they'd probably be better. And so we kind of started that process then of transitioning. Um, we still did some amount of restoration work, but um, a lot of it was kind of this, this weird in-between transition period. And a lot of still doing what we'd always done. You know, I was still at that point doing all the carpet cleaning, professional textile care, etc. cetera. Uh, we were still doing emergency work, but we we're starting to get more and more into inspecting and finding these hidden problems in people's houses, or, and sometimes not even so hidden, but helping people to find and to assess where the issues were and what the steps were needed to get their house back healthy. And so it was right around then that we signed up for that business coaching out of Texas um, through the Ziegler Corporation and went through two years of that, learning a lot about leadership, about marketing and sales, and a lot about structuring systems in a company. But it was like it was weird, especially in that time period of like transitioning what we were doing as a company and not really sure where we fit or what our avenue was. It was really weird to try to put systems in place for that. And so, um, you know, fast forward like I think it would have been last summer, just over a year ago. And for a couple of years, 
dad had been asking um, in the industry. He's like, when are we going to have something where I can walk into a house and it'll tell me what's in the air now? Because dad had gone through a bunch of training and he had got up to the point of being one of, I believe, 50 some odd people in the world with his level of certification in mold and indoor air quality. And he was looking for something that was a better solution to testing the indoor air. Up to that point in time, the, the best method was an air pump with a little cassette on the end with a sticky tape that you'd run this air pump for like 10 minutes and you'd capture stuff out of the air. You'd send it off to a lab and two days to, you know, four to six days later, you'd get the results back, giving you like a snapshot in time of what was in the air in that part of the house. And so he was looking for something that would tell real time the the air quality in the house and what was in it and if there was mold and um, be able to better localize where that was and find out where the real issue was. And so he didn't really have, people didn't have answers. You know, they, they didn't know of any such technology that existed. Well, it was sometime, uh, I think it was like two years ago that one of dad's mentors in the industry came up to him and said, um, you know, that, that inspection thing you're talking about, I think it exists. Go find it and report back, you know, like any good mentor will do. Just provide the path for the person learning to be able to walk on. And so dad did. He did a bunch of research and tracked down a guy who had this piece of equipment, um, did some calling with him, found out who the manufacturer was. And then it was for, I think it was eight or nine months, spent time talking to this manufacturer, really diving in. Um, Sometimes I laugh about it, but dad is really one of the biggest skeptics you'll ever meet in that when he hears about something new, he wants to dive in and find out what makes it work and that it's actually real before he'll actually believe in it and use it and um, use it in other people's houses and businesses. And so for eight or nine months, he was, you know, every question you could think of, he was sending off to this guy who had started the company and he was getting satisfactory answers. And so long story a year ago that um, we ended up buying this piece of equipment and dad started training on it and started using it um, extensively in his inspections. And so suddenly we're seeing the benefit that it had. You know, it wasn't like a fix-all tool, but at the same time, it was like a leap forward, like out of the film camera age into the digital camera where we could walk into a house and immediately tell mold counts in the air. And we were finding like things we never knew about indoor air quality and the way air currents work inside of houses and all this crazy stuff that we're able to see and actually um, like understand more the link between health and indoor air quality. And so more and more, we were seeing that absolutely that greatest avenue that we had, both to growing and building the business and taking care of the family, but at the same time to also leave the greatest impact on our clients was to focus more and more on the inspections and consulting side of things. And so that's where we've been going as a family business. Um, Currently now, what we're down to doing is dad is pretty much all his time is spent doing the inspections and consulting And as I've been taking quite a bit of time out of my schedule into um, basically getting an unofficial business degree um, through a bunch of this business coaching I'm signed up for, but learning a bunch on on marketing and sales, uh, especially on the internet side of things most recently um, as of this year. But I was taking a lot of time into that, still running the operations of the carpet cleaning side of things, but not pushing it. I'm just taking, you know, as people continue to refer or call us back um, for their yearly cleanings or such to go on and continue doing that. So I'm still working on that, but uh, most recently, as we've been talking, you know, the last uh, couple weeks, especially, uh, is moving forward. I'm going to really help on the internet side of things. You know, Dad focusing on continuing the growth and the operations and the 
continue to take the best care of our clients as we can, I'm going to be jumping in and helping to get the internet marketing side of things in place, you know, the social media platforms to be able to continue providing value online where people are at most of the time anyway, but also to look at starting to build courses for a lot of this information so that instead of having to like go over it live every time with a person or instead of you know, someone having to talk to dad directly to find out a lot of the stuff that he's learned and the correlations between buildings and health, um, rather than having to do that, to actually have it in an online place that's easily accessible that on demand folks can go and learn more and find out more about how to um, make sure that their house is healthy. And so that's a large part of what I'm going to be doing moving forward is going to be helping to create those courses or get the people in place to help create those courses, even in the process as I'm continuing to learn and continue to um, really decide and narrow down what I want to build a business doing. But it's going to be really cool to continue working in the family business, working alongside of dad and mom, um, continue to help people in ways that is, is so cool. It's it's so amazing to me to hear stories dad talks about how when he gets back from some of these jobs he's at, where he shares stories about how um, families have had a number of inspectors in before, or companies trying to find problems and aren't able to localize where issues are coming from, but how he's able to just see these areas that have issues and usually fairly easily fix them, you know, with the proper steps in place to make sure the house doesn't get contaminated. But just hearing how people are um, health-wise getting better and able to uh, work more efficiently and effectively and not have the the mental fogginess or cloudiness or a bunch of these different issues that mold can bring in uh, and how they can move forward with their lives, it's, it's, it's really cool to hear. And it's cool to hear the stories about how it impacts their life so so dramatically. So it, it's I'm pretty excited about being able to be continue to be a part of dad and mom's business as we continue to become as effective as we can be to provide value and make other people's lives better. So um, super exciting moving forward on that. I'll be continuing to share what I'm learning as I am building out the different social media platforms. Um, building out you know, email lists to be able to keep people updated, building out courses that people can be able to sign up and go through on demand or live or um, just these, these different aspects of, especially in today's information age, just how, how we can better provide value to our clients. So that's going to be really cool moving forward. I'm also moving forward to continue to pr- provide value on this podcast, to continue to share the lessons of learning not only in business, but also in life, to continue living that worth living life, to continue um, as I'm learning and growing, to continue becoming the person I need to be in order to do those things that I was put here to do to have the impact I was put here to have. But also at the same time, looking at how I can provide value in other ways, especially to young people, um, to my generation, to continue to inspire them and remind them of the value that each one of us has as a person, that God created each one of us special and unique and all of us have value even even just looking from that but a big thing i was thinking about today again too was just the fact and the reminder that there isn't a single one of us who's alike you know everyone looks different but at the same time everyone has different experiences different talents different gifts different things they're naturally good at different life experiences that make them unique 
and individually qualified to do amazing things that nobody else can do. And so it was a really cool reminder to me today as I was thinking back through that, that each one of us has value, each one of us has worth. And I hope that's part of what I encourage you guys with as you're listening along, as I'm sharing my journey of what I'm learning. I hope that's a huge part of what you're getting from it is that each one of us is unique and different. Each one of us has strengths that make us amazing. And each one of us has a purpose that God put us here to do. And so I want to encourage and inspire you guys today as you finish up listening to this podcast to look into your life and see what those next steps are you can do. You know, what are you naturally good at? What are those goals or dreams you want to shoot for? Or even in, maybe it's in the business you're currently in right now. Like for me, with a lot of my life, I can only see one or two steps ahead. You know, I got big dreams of what could be, but I can't really see that whole path. And sometimes it's annoying, right? But at the same time, I know that that is what grows our faith is that we take step by step and by step. And that's what allows us to grow as people. So I want to encourage you guys, look at what you're doing now and how can you apply the gifts and talents that you've been given into what you're currently doing and give it 110% where you're at now. Because every effort we put into where we are now helps to grow us as people and will make everything work even better in the future. So I hope this is a bit of an encouragement to you and gives a little bit more understanding of where I'm currently at, what I'm currently doing, and a a little bit more of a backdrop and frame into some of the stuff I'm going to be learning over the next few weeks, especially as I focus a lot on setting up the social media and starting to build out courses. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Hey, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, I would appreciate it if you would subscribe. If you'd like to connect, head on over to Instagram or Facebook. Remember, this life you are living is worth it. Until next time, this is your friend, Isaiah Molstead.